0: Now you're talking. Now you are talking, everyone. Oh, welcome to the Skinny Gene Gardener Podcast. That's right, everybody. We are back once again in a shed that isn't actually that hot today. We had a bit of we've been a bit of a, a thunderstorm last night, everyone. We got a thunderstorm, which was lovely. God it needed it, didn't it? It needed it. It needed it. it so sucks, I mean if you <laughs> <laughs> Suggs list. If you listen to last week's episode, I saw uh Suggs was doing his live on Sunday. Oh, it looks hot. Not in here. Not in here, my friends. Uh, what a show we've got coming up for you tonight. I am buzzing, pun intended. Anyone? No? Okay, just me. Uh, but before that, I must thank our sponsors, works-uk.com. For all your robotic and battery-powered tool needs, we'll talk about them a little bit later on. Best uh, bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Look good, feel good in the garden or wherever you are, guys. That's Best Days Vintage uh, and the School Garden Success Plan. Uh, you know what it's about. It's about schools and gardening and success. Again, I'll talk about that a lot later on. Um, should we should we hit the intro and let's get into this? Shall we? all right all right you're you're in charge you're beaming positivity and radiance you look amazing mate (gasps) what just happened hey mate or right i love singing all right so i could be a singer you could be a back and dancer band oh my god oh i know this oh guys right oh my oh right we're just gonna have to go off script for a second absolutely idiot proof (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected. Oh... let's see you in the saga. <laughs> let's see you in the comments if you're about tonight
1: tonight we're
0: talking about bees the like buzzing bees <laughs> Oh, I like this. This is good. Um, let's have that sit in there. Uh, Mr. Richard Sullivan says it was roasted in my shed. Must be some air con. Very cool in here, mate. Very cool
1: in here. <laughs> In the house, everyone. Ian <laughs> play the whole lot out oh what a way
0: to start the show everybody i hope you're all well today we are talking about bees and i'll explain more in a minute but if you want to call in it's 0742 4520 and if you're um i really got me pumped that music huh really got me pumped seven four two three five four five two zero If you want to talk about bees, maybe you have got a couple of bees in your garden. Um, call in, let us know how you attract them. I'd love to hear from you. Um, right, last week I mentioned. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh god, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he has. We'll come to that comment in a sec. Last week, right? It was uh, Olive's birthday. Remember, I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I did mention this in the podcast, didn't I? I did mention it, right? It was Olive's birthday, everyone. And I spent the entire weekend, not the entire weekend, but most of the Saturday dressed as Dumbledore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Dumbledore. Uh, she had such a great time. It was so good. I, I'll be honest with you. If I didn't do podcasts, i probably probably do birthday parties that's that's my next career everybody all right so uh lee conley birthday parties specifically dumbledore at the moment Let's. I've, I've honed that in we did so much uh, we obviously got this is this is uh classic um olive so uh i, I said oh i've booked i've booked a um i've booked a a, a dumbledore to come olive Dumbledore's coming to come. to your birthday party. Shall sure, I really? I was like, yeah, 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 And uh I didn't tell her. Anyway, I, obviously I said, Right, I've got to go now, I've got to go to work. If I went, got in the Dumbledore outfit. If I got a picture of it, obviously you on the podcast can't see it, right? But let me and i will there. Let me try and see if I've got Dumbledore picture. Here it is. For anyone that's watching, this is what you miss, guys. There's me as Dumbledore. Uncanny, right? Uncanny picture of me in a beard. Not sure what I'm going to use that outfit for again. Anyway, all the kids were going, you're, you're um, There's eight, 18 children in the garden. 18 children. And uh, they're like, you're you're Olive's dad. You're Olive's dad. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I didn't speak like that. Obviously, I was Dumbledore. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. uh, It's not me. I was that good, right? I was that good at Dumbledore. The neighbor was doing the hedge, right, and watching. When I got out of the Dumbledore outfit, they said, cool, that Dumbledore was good, you had. He was good. It was me. I didn't say that. I said, yeah, he was right." right, weren't he? Pretended that I hired him. Anyway, where's it going with this? Yeah, so anyway, I kept the act going. I said, I was Dumbledore, right? We'll come to the bees in a minute. I said, I'm Dumbledore. Then we did what has to be probably the best. We did a, a range of activities, which were brilliant. No time to go for them all now. Do you want me to go for them? Not right now. A range of them. I oh, will go for them. We did uh, magic wands making. I think I mentioned that on the podcast recently, where we made a load of magic wands out of sticks. Loved them. Then oh, they didn't make them. I handed them out. Um, then we did flying lessons on the trampoline. Perfect. I got the trampoline. Then we went and did our post. So basically, they had to write a little postcard to Olive up in near the taxi bit. And they were like, wow, you got a taxi in your garden. I was like, yeah, I know. Then this is the best bit, right? Oh, then we did Quidditch. So I, I, I got a a hula hoop in the garden. Yeah, stuck it to a spade, sure, and <laughs> dug the oh, a fork. It was a fork. Dug the fork into the garden, and they had to get a balloon and put the balloon between their legs and wiggle it all the way down the garden, then throw it through the the hoop. This only makes sense to any Harry Potter fans. Let's be honest. Then we did. Now this is this is why they all knew that I was Dumbledore. And Olive shouted, he goes, see, this is this is how you know it's my dad because it's gardening-based. We did magic potions. Now, everyone knows, right, how much I love wildflowers, yeah? But what I got them to do was, in a cup, they mixed water, a little bit of glitter, yeah, a little bit of food colouring and some wildflower seeds. Then what happened is, they went off for lunch And I put them all into some wicked test tubes. And I said, when you get home, just chuck them over somewhere in your garden and you'll get amazing wildflowers pop up. I don't know how many of them actually did that. I mean, parents probably looked at it and went, okay, get rid of it. But a little bit of gardening added to it. Sure, they'd get a bit of glitter on the soil, but you'll be all right. A little bit of glitter. It'll be fine. Uh, Wildflowers from it. A little bit of gardening there, guys. A little bit of gardening. Uh, And what will then wildflowers do? That's right. Perfect little um, what's it called? We just bring it in. Bees. It will attract the bees. You're right. Exactly. And the reason for, <laughs> the reason I mentioned bees, which is I don't, Richard says I don't believe it. Believe it. Good one. Please keep putting your um your bee puns in the comments. Um, Ian says. I have a big banner, <laughs> a big banner that says welcome bees. Why? Oh seven four two three five seven four five two zero. Why? Okay. I believe you, yeah, but why? So it says I track bees by planting lots of flowers. It's a good it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Anyway, bees, right? I thought this is important because uh I noticed this. Let me try and get it up on screen um tonight can i share screen hey if you uh know as i do this if you're listening to the podcast go give it a, a rating review will ya? go rate and review it give it a like give it a shout out really appreciate it the reason i'm talking about this is because uh, i spotted this uh, the big b challenge Uh, with BBC Radio 2. I believe the RHS are involved in it as well. Um, The Big Bee Challenge is Radio 2's brand new competition for kids in partnership with the RHS. It's a fun and creative way to learn more about bees and other insects that help provide much of the food we eat and are essential for a healthy environment. Hence the reason I thought we talk about bees tonight. On the show, look at that, Stuart. Call in. He says we have done bulls Bee Challenge in the Forest School this week. Interesting. Well, I'd be nice to hear what you got up to. I don't even know what the challenge is. Yeah, Stu. Let's find out. Now, if you're between the ages of six and twelve, we want you to design a bright, buzzy garden that will attract bees and other pollinating insects. The winners' designs will be built by the RHS. Oh. At an NHS trust site, which is used by young people with mental health needs. Oh, okay. Right, the lucky winner will will be invited to open the garden at an outside broadcast. Uh, the Zebra Breakfast Show on Friday, the twentieth of August. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. If you're listening on the podcast, <laughs> there's just a lot of me going, "Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Okay." Um, if you listen on the podcast, I'll whack a link in the notes of how you do it. But basically, all you have to do is down. What is this? Download a copy of the Big Bee Challenge Garden Design Entry Form here. So what? Right, hang on. So what you have to do? You have to obviously if you're if you've got a school on the go. Guess this is UK based only, isn't it? This is a great one. If you've got school kids, um, you need to design a bright, buzzy garden that will attract bees and other pollinators. That's easy, right? We could do that tonight, can we? Look at that Stu says he has 64 garden designs now. That's what you want. Sorted. We love a bit of design work on this show, huh? Have a little bit of design work. That seems really easy. This is such a good one, right? I was speaking to someone about design um and trying to get it in the school gardening plan the other day, actually. Which we're going to do a lot more of. Part of the school garden plan is part partly design, so that's quite handy, but This is really nice. What can we do to attract bees into our garden? Well, like I said, wildflowers is probably the the biggest thing for me, the easiest thing that I can shout out. You know, it's in the book, guys. Huh? Anyone? Okay. Uh, Wildflower. Really simple, really easy. You know the school with that one. Um, But any flowers, really. Any nectar-rich flowers that you can bring into the garden is a good one. Uh, but do you know what? Right, so I've got a bee hotel. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. But me and Olive sat down and watched bees. I've, now, anyone can can correct me on this, but this is we remember we had that uh, we talked about bees last year, didn't we? Quite a bit on the show. I, I must find that episode. So we can put it in the notes. What we watched was amazing, right? So I put this bee hotel down near Oliver's garden, and there were some bees that were going in and out, filling the holes in the canes. What are they called the bamboo canes, because I think they what they do is they leave their babies in there. They don't have to like to protect them from any pet like. Uh, what they call like prey not prey is it what's it called you know what I'm trying to say to protect them they have to then fill the holes back up and me and Olive sat there it was such a beautiful thing to do with her we sat there for literally 20 minutes just watching these bees go back and forth and Olive was a little bit scared when they come buzzing by so I don't worry they're busy they're working working really hard I told you the other week when we went predators thank you I told you the other week right when we went to that RSPB garden, and did I tell you about this? I don't know if I did. We went there, and the uh, the man showed us a bird nest, which obviously I have a camera in, and the bees had taken over. The birds have left, and the bees have taken over. It was incredible to watch them worker bees going in and out and and and, and creating that hive inside that um, inside that bird box an amazing thing to watch uh, and i think a bug hotel is a great thing on this bug hotel i actually have to move but obviously now the bees are going in and out of it i'm too scared to move it the reason i need to move it is it's a little bit low down but they're using it they're using it team um a really simple way to make a boat the one i've i brought actually was i giving it i might have been giving it uh the one i've got is pretty pretty nice um but you can re- make a really easy one out of a Uh, I've I've got a 1.5 litre plastic bottle, right? You can drink the water, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated in this weather, team. What you do with one of these bottles is you cut the, the spout off, yeah? And you just pack it full, leave the end on, yeah? Leave the end, like the bottom part. Leave that on. Cut the spout off. And you pack it full of canes, bamboo canes. Make sure they're bamboo canes with holes in them. And what will happen is the bees will use them, bamboo canes, but you must make sure you keep the bottom on. Once upon a time, we used to say cut the bottom off. Don't. Keep that bottom on because that's what they want. They want protection um, so they can make a home for their kids, basically. That's what it's for. Um, and they'll use that. So You can hang that in the garden somewhere a bit protected. And they'll end up using it. It does take time. Like I say, the bug hotel we've got, they've only just started using it. It's been in my garden for about two years. And it does take time. I remember when I first found out about that, we had in our garage some holes and a bee was going in and out. And I had I didn't really know about bees then. I didn't really know about them. But um but yeah, there was a ashamed to say there's a bee going out. I thought it was making a hive inside a breeze block. Obviously, it wasn't. I, I was being an idiot. I put a screw. I'm ashamed to say I put a screw in the hole, stopped the bee. The bee, bee ban it, panicked. Spit outly out, Lee. And um, left. I feel guilty now, all right? I'm own up to it. I feel guilty. But it happened. Okay, it yeah. happened. Um, that's why we're here to learn about bees and their importance in the garden. Stuart says, you also have to have somewhere for humans to sit in the garden. If we are designing the garden, we must have lupins and foxgloves. This is a very good point. I like that, how you say uh, a place to have humans. I wonder if we if we have a, an irrational fear of bees and that. Right, it feels like something. I had a bee trying and get me yesterday, actually. <laughs> actually. I was just sitting there in the garden. A bee was coming down. I tried to play it cool. I, I didn't. It didn't really work out. I think it was a bee. It was massive. Um, it didn't really work. I didn't really play it that cool. Um, but I wonder if we have an irrational fear of bees that come from when you're a child. I don't know. Everyone seems to be scared. I'm trying. I'm trying to like tell others, don't worry. If they come around, they'll just sort of buzz off. They're not really interested in us, right? Um, but I like Kerry, what you're saying, Stuart. I like you know, you're saying that we need to also have a place for humans to sit and enjoy the garden. Lupins and foxgloves, good call. By the way, you may be a little bit too old to win up. It's aimed at six. I know I'm too old to win. I'm not. A, I'm not an idiot. I know, Stuart. I'm too old. I know. He said, I had to come in from the garden for thought as it started raining. Not enough to fill any buckets, though. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me it was raining where you are, Beddos. To say sorry to 1B, you should create a bee garden. Yeah, I want to. I'm, I, think, I think it's important. I think it's something, to be honest with you, I think it's something that we don't really think about that much. Massively. Don't really think about what we can do for bees. But this year, I've seen a lot more about... one. Of the, I'll tell you one of the reasons. I don't know where you are in the country, yeah? One of the reasons that I really think that we have seen more is, for whatever reason, I'm not asked uh, the council, but they've, they've not been cutting the... You know, the curbside lawn things. whatever well, what they're called. Whatever they're called. I'm losing my words tonight. They've not been cutting them. And so the grass has been growing long, and I think the bees have been using it a lot more. I think it's a good idea... It looks a bit scruffy. I hear ya. Might be better just to you know, actually just put some flowers or something down. But I think it's a good idea, and that's probably what what we should try and do as well. Is in our own gardens, isn't it? Is try and leave a little bit of um, little bit of growth, right? Even Sug says his his verges haven't been cut. That's a good idea. I like it. I think it's a it's a great idea. But it's. Of, I think it is helping the bees. I think it's definitely helping them. I don't know. Um. 07423574520 If you think anything like that, but um, but I think it's a good idea. Have I said that? Of course, I said that. I was going. I was. I literally on. I was on a roll for something. I was about to say. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, so <laughs> so us having a, an area it was it was about to plug tank. So us having an area in the garden that um, is a little bit overgrown, maybe a few flowers, keeping that grass a little bit long is perfect. Absolutely great. Maybe you're going to get ready for it. Maybe you, <laughs> maybe you're going to be using. A grass cutter from Works, everybody. Uh, because, you like that? You like that? Uh, because I have. I obviously use a robotic. And one of the things that my, I have got to change on my robotic for this very reason is the wire. So I can have an area that is left a little bit too. And I know I've said it for a while that I want to do that. An area of the lawn that is left a little bit more overgrown. But obviously then I go and cut it with a um, a grass trimmer all the edges, maybe I don't have to. Maybe I don't have to. It's too easy, though. That's the thing, what I'm saying, from works-uk.com. It's too easy to just go, do your edges, do it. And it makes it so simple. I can't even tell you how simple it is. Battery in, boom. This is partridge. Battery, boom. Back of it. Button. Grass. Three minutes done. Makes it too easy to not have a bee-friendly area. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, that's what I'm going to do in the garden. I'm going to, I am going to change that robotic uh, wire so it doesn't cut an area, and we're going to have, we are going to have like a little wild bit, Wow thing, a wild area in the garden for the beef because if the cats are doing it perfect alright perfect um, but, but if you want to get any of that battery powered uh, toolage from works uh, then it's works dash uk I can't tell you how much easier my entire gardening experience has been using works battery tools especially to cut the lawn I say every single week, especially to cut the lawn. Like for that birthday, right? I mentioned this last week, I? <laughs> like from the birthday, I didn't have to do anything. I did have to cut the edges, I didn't have to cut the lawn. It was done for me. I chuckle. I chuckle on a hot, sunny day when I sit outside with a, a glass of refreshing water, probably. And. My neighbors are sweating it out with their lawnmowers, and I just watch my robotic fly about. And then, three minutes I stand up, and three minutes later, right? <laughs> done. Sit back down. Works-uk.com, everybody. Works-uk.com. Go check them out. Go give them some love. Go change your garden experience. Go change it. Um, I'm really enjoying using the works at the moment. Uh, So please do check them out, as well as bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Look good, feel good while you're gardening, going into town, going into town again, um, going out, seeing family, look good, feel good in amazing garms, I think the young people call them, garms. Uh, From bestdaysvintage.co.uk, they really care one how you look, but also how you feel. About mental health uh, is is a a big part of what they do. They've just got a new counselling area in their store, which is brilliant. And um, you know they're really helping and care about their customer base Uh, to the point that if you sign up to their newsletter at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Um, I, f- I think I believe you get a discount over there. Must check that again. Um, you get a discount on any online purchases, and you get a weekly newsletter which will get, either give you a chuckle or help you out. Um, mentally, uh, it's worth going to check it out. Best uk uh, um, to look good and f- feel good, people. Uh, and also the school gardening success plan, everybody. It's available right now uh, at skiinggunner.co.uk forward slash school success. Uh, we are filming again next weekend, which I'm well excited about. We're filming for the school gun success plan. We've only got probably about five or six more filming days now. It's really coming together, which is quite exciting. And uh, yeah, delivery since September. Uh, got a few schools ready to go for some great meetings this week as well once again um so it's all coming together i'm so excited i'd love it for you to get involved too it's 499 a class but if you want to kick off just with a school 499 quid for the school to get gardening is i mean i know it is my school plan but that is incredible value you get the all the kit you need all the lesson plans and all the teacher support a teacher could ever want. Skinjengana.co.uk school success for a little bit of that. Phone uh, lines are well quiet tonight, team. Uh, we uh, it's fine. I don't mind. I'll do. I do all the work. I mean, I, say, I hear what you're saying. The other week, I did make Mr. Suggett do a lot of the work. This is probably payback. I understand that. I'll take that. I should take that and um, move on because bees, everybody. They planted wildflowers after digging up the verges around here last year. It looked good. This year, nothing has grown. Oh, well, that's a. It's a bit of a thanks, Jackson. School success plan is all you need, and none, no garden, no garden could even use, could even use it. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, that's funny, Bellows You say that, right? I wonder if I wonder if it's a water issue. We've had we've had some real hot weather, right? and If it's wildflowers, it should have it should have receded. But I wonder if they left it long enough to recede, or whether they dug up the seeds. In the I don't know. It's an interesting one. It seems a shame though, right? It seems a shame. Basically. If you have a, a, a wildflower area, you shouldn't really need to reseed it because it should, if you leave it long enough, the seed heads will sort of just spread their seed below, ready for the next season. So it should happen. You shouldn't really have to do much with it. We have had some real hot weather. The, the soil is totally dry. Maybe they've just not germinated. I don't know. It's a hard one. But I'm glad, glad uh, they tried it around your way. Um, I think we should look after our own virgins. That's a whole whole other thing, right? It's a whole other thing. Um, right, so if we want to attract bees into the garden, let's talk about this because um, the a Big Bee Challenge by Radio 2, I think it's a great thing to get kids involved in this. Fantastic. And Mr. Jackson's doing it for his school, uh, which is great, everybody. Fantastic. Um, but what else can we add? I really like your idea of adding lupins, lup, uh, lupins and gloves to the garden, Mr. Jackson. We've got wildflowers we can add to it uh, and we can leave our grass a little bit longer in places for the bees to enjoy. A little bit longer. Um, but also, I'll tell you one thing we, no one really thinks about. It's just leaving a little dish, right? A little dish of water. We've got one. It used to be in a... a Chicken. It was an, I was about to say a chicken shop one, but I didn't want you to think it was KFC. It Nando. <laughs> it, Nando's uh, dish, yeah? Where well, I fill it up with water. It's hidden amongst the soil. I fill it up with a little bit of water and I have seen bees swimming it. Not like doing lengths, have a day. Have a day. Not doing lengths, obviously, but they just want a little drink. This little place. If you ain't got like A pond, or if you've not got a little mini pond, which we've made in our garden, just have, or even a bird bath, because you'll see bees use bird bird baths quite a bit. Just a little bit of water to keep them going. I'm going to have a little water water now. But it really helps keep keep hydrated. Bees are important to our. to everything, <laughs> what a statement! I wonder if we got anything here, right? I read it. I found an article when I was I was researching this. Let me see if I can get it up because um, I think we all know this. I did say like I think we've seen a lot more bees recently, yeah. But where is that missing bees? Where have all our bees gone? I don't know if you remember when you were younger, there used to be so many more. Always sounds like this is from the website Buzz About Bees. Perfect. Always sounds like we misplaced something and now we're wondering where to find it. Unfortunately, this isn't the case. Bees are, are not simply in hiding somewhere, waiting for the right conditions to venture out. Our bees have been disappearing for some time now. In the case of wild bees, this has been a gradual over the years. Um However, the way we use the term missing bees is used can be confusing. Honeybees disappearing from hives or sudden colony collapse disorder. This, in my view, related to pesticide use. That takes us on to another top bee tip, everybody, doesn't it? Pesticides. We don't want to use pesticides. Full stop. Let alone... For bees. And we're giving it to drink. You know what I mean. Doesn't help it. However, there's another issue. Bee decline generally, in part, also down to pesticide use. Also, habitat loss. We Now, we may not use pesticides, but all of us, if we're living in a, a home, probably, definitely, unless you've, you've done something in your own garden, are causing that. Because once upon a time, there's like a massive field. Or woodland and now we've put houses on there <laughs> so no wonder we're losing bees no wonder especially we're not going to talk about it today but the artificial grass i know let's not talk about it the artificial grass thing or block paving or concrete in or cementing or just general overtidiness of gardens is going to affect bees, right? It's going to affect all wildlife. I mean, let me just find this fact, right? This is an important fact I didn't find before the show, but um, what would happen, right? Let me write this. What would happen if mm -mm, we had no bees. Because I believe if we didn't have bees, without sounding too, you know, without being too much, yeah, I don't know if life on earth (laughs) would happen. Could be wrong. Here we go, look. Goggled says if bees disappeared off the face of the earth man would only have four years left to live if bees obviously I can't just put a little bit a note here that this is from the internet might be a little bit longer. If bees disappeared off the face of the earth, man would only have four years to live. And we are doing what with that? If you walked into someone's house and said, all right, nice ass, <laughs> you probably should sorry. you probably should uh do something for the bees nah I don't like bees mate they disturb my barbecue I will not want to do that yeah but if you don't look after them bees you'll only have four years to live they're messing with my sausages mate forget it wouldn't happen would it that, is, that hopefully wouldn't happen four years without bees huh eh? could be a bit more what's he saying if we didn't have bees if there were no more bees we would lose all the plants hold on a second this is our our resident bee expert no doubt hello
2: hello mate
0: um who's speaking
2: uh it's mr faggot hey
0: man (laughs) (laughs) well i usually you you chirp in on the old screen so i was a bit confused for a second I
1: haven't
2: got my top on, so I thought I'd best to call in rather okay. than zap in.
0: Okay, you could have come up with another excuse, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's what matters, my friend. What's going on, my man?
1: Yep. Um, I'm just going
2: to... The quote you've just read from the internet, from Google, yes. about uh, four years. Yes. There's a slight problem with that figure. Um, Why? And... I don't want to downplay the, 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 um, the effect bees have but they are not the only pollinating insects on the planet.
0: That's a good point.
2: Um, now of course bees are quite an important part of our ecosystem and I'm sure there would be a lot of damage would happen if they were wiped out mm-hmm. but there are other pollinators. Now if all the pollinators were gone in the world which, you know, the decline of bees, so it's,
0: it's reasonable
2: to assume there'll be a decline of other
0: pollinators. Yeah. And then, yeah, four years. I mean, if bees weren't about, maybe, they, maybe there wouldn't be as many other pollinators about because they'd be. Um, yeah, declining for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe bees are being used more of an example because bees are like, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think that's probably that's probably what it is. It's easier to to pinpoint one, isn't it? But they are well important. I just, I really think one. I think this is a really good thing. Like when I saw it pop up, the big B channel, I thought was a nice thing to. I mean, maybe I don't know. if... It does annoy me sometimes these sort of things because I'm right BBC Radio 2. Yeah, I wish it was a little bit more. I don't know. It'd be nice to have teenagers i've been guessing teenagers listen to radio one and, and people like you <laughs> you sugs if that was a bit more in their, in their face yeah, i mean because mm, yeah I don't, well, I don't know like we know about it because i do listen to radio two now and again yeah um me yeah. now and listens to radio two yeah
2: um yeah well sure
0: it why they work at Radio 2 now. yeah they all they yeah they all come they all go down to that point don't they Everyone gets older, yeah. mate. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, except
0: me. Sure, young at heart. Um, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. But anyway, I think it's a good thing. And um, it's nice that, um, I mean, it's nice that Mr. Jackson and some schools are going to get involved. But I just think it's an important thing. Like, like one of, oh, You just wrote, when a new housing estate is built in my town, the developers have to build allotments. Oh, is that true, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, you know, I've got all that work, uh, building work going on alongside my allotment.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, new road and new housing estate. They've had they're building a, tum, uh, a bridge over the railway anyway, but they've actually been building an entrance to another new set of allotments that are going in.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting.
2: And I think when I took you to my allotment a couple of years back, there was wildflower areas along the side. Flower,
0: my yeah there was i remember them yeah yeah
2: they've they've growing back now oh well, that's good now that the the building work is sort of not affecting the allotment so much
0: yeah
2: that's just been left to it and the wildflowers are coming back it's great to see
0: that's interesting like we've got a few building stakes around our way and there's nothing like that there's nothing there's i've not seen any there's no there's definitely no allotments that's for sure Ooh. um but like wildlife areas. I mean, there's loads of grass, sure, but, yeah, you know, there's no real, I don't really see much thought for wildlife.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a a thing going on in my town at the moment that they want to build on the meadow, just around the corner. And a lot of people are trying to fight it because, why do we need more houses when there's so many more houses going on everywhere else Mm. but also you know okay they will have to put in an allotment but they've lost that meadow area so what you're gaining you're losing a lot
0: more yeah that's the thing isn't it it's quite scary man it's quite i think it is a scary thing it's a bit like remember when we watched that thing um was eat the dirt remember we watched that Yes, I was trying to remember what it was called. Well, I can't remember what it was exactly called. I think it might have been something like that. But anyway, I got really scared then. But now, I, you know, I don't know, man. It's it's quite a. I mean, anyway, bees are important. I I think in my garden, I'm just going to make more of an effort. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
2: What
0: are do you doing your own garden <laughs> for wildlife?
2: Well, i have been building. <coughs> excuse me. I've built a. Um, an area to the side of my garden I had uh, a, a few trees which I've ripped out yeah and I'm lining it with uh herbs around yeah. the edge yeah but in the middle I'm planting some uh, fruit trees but also I've sown a little bit of wildflower seeds oh beautiful uh hopefully it's going to work the trouble is with chickens so that they might end up eating the seeds before <laughs>
0: they get the chance <laughs> before they get going I mean that is the thing with chickens mate isn't it? it's the- The the downside of that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I can I've netted it to try and stop the chickens, but they still find their way under the nets for the little
0: Well yeah. Alpha how long do you have to um like like will they like take the seedlings when they start popping through?
2: Well, it's the seeds just scattered on the soil, isn't it, from those packs. So my hope would be they would germinate and grow. Um and in following on there'll be so many things from the flowers that are
0: produced
2: yeah that, that the, you know most of them are going to
0: survive, what, I mean, I'll tell I'll you survive what, what you could do this is this is pretty permanent and pretty maybe a bit extreme but mm-hmm. if you um like framed it properly and had like not yeah. chicken wire but bigger wire like yeah. square wire over that area yeah. like a permanent structure then surely the wildflowers would pop through that and grow. And then when they die yeah. off, you just sort of cut them. They obviously reseed and you just... So, I don't know. I don't know. That... I mean, it's, it's an not extreme a... version.
2: Yeah, well, I've had to do that with the vegetable patch trouble is, I've got chicken wire
0: everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not the nicest looking thing, I suppose. No, no.
2: Um, um, I mean, it's an idea, but
0: yeah, it's
2: it's a joys of having chickens. It's not as easy as they look. No, or no. well, they are easy, should say. They just you've got to learn how to live with them.
0: Yeah. Well, um, there you go. Well, we're just, just like them chickens, mate. We must learn to live with the bees. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah well it's all nature isn't it you know it's true. we we've got the chickens in that, that natural but also we get birds coming into our garden naturally yeah. um and i don't have to do anything for them
0: well there you go it's perfect right it? yeah. perfect yeah. um so I, I shall uh i'll go but i shall speak to you later have a good one nice one bye bye cheers there we go. I, I can't believe just, just catching us at the end of the show, uh, Mr. Richard Suggett tonight. Uh, Bello said we would starve. Um, you, well, yeah. Um, I mean, Suggott's got a good point. All pollinators. We've got a lot more pollinators than just bees. But obviously, if bees go, then all the other pollinators probably going to be struggling at the same time, right? we we'll just use bees as an example. Uh, honeybee only makes heart, one and a half teaspoons uh, oh, of honey in its lifetime. It's sad, isn't it? It works so hard. It works so hard. I uh, bought a five pack of different wildflower seeds at the show. Sown two, but the others say it's too late for this year to start them next year. Yeah, you can do. You can also sow um, later on in the year, around September or around September, September time. Nothing's going to happen to them, but they'll, they'll just give them a little bit of head start next year. But, or just wait. Let's be honest, you could wait. You know. um, bees, I feel like we haven't really got into this, but I think, well, we did a little bit, didn't we? But there's so many different ways we can attract bees. Let me know in the comments and uh, and give me a tweet or a message if you're taking part in the Big Bee Challenge. We might return to this and come back to it and really go into a bit of design. We ain't done a design one for a while, have we? Maybe we'll do a little design talk uh, at some point. Point. Oh, hello. Here we go. Look, uh, maybe we'll do a bit of a design talk at some point. It's Mr. Jackson just chirps in. Let's see what Mr. Jackson's got to say tonight. Just oh, uh, good, good he? evening. There he is. Evening. Yeah, i I'm, I'm here. Hello, how you doing, Matt? I'm fine, Matt. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to correct you. It's one twelfth of a teaspoon.
0: I see it now. Yeah, uh, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, th- that's why they're so important. Yeah, what? What? When they've done that 112 I see it. They've had it.
2: Well, they only live. The ones that actually collect the pollen only live for about a year, if they're lucky. Oh. The queen has a good life. She has about four years.
0: It's always the way, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it always it's
0: the way. The women always get the best deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, mate. Oh, well, but anyway, yeah. you've done this big beach hand, have you? Yeah, I
2: spoke to a couple of teachers, and they went, "Let's go for it." So I thought that it's, it was so hot in outside this week, yep. so we did sort of did it for about forty-five minutes, and and then they're going to carry it on in class, and then give it to me next week so I can post it off. Oh, so fantastic. sixty-four so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: oh, hello. Yeah, (laughs) thirty-two in each class. Wow, that's brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a good week. Just (laughs) a bit hot for me. Yeah, it's a hot one, my friend. It's a hot one. Um, That's a good one, Stu. Uh, I'm gonna uh, love you and leave you because we're um, we're gonna move on to another subject. That's all right, mate. I just thought I'd correct you. Correct. That's uh, all right, mate. Makes a lot more sense than one and a half seems like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it does.
1: Right, uh, I
0: think I'll go. I did, See right? you later. <laughs> yeah, <it's> been- <laughs> uh, fantastic. Stuart Jackson there. Um, right, that's it for uh, for B-Chat, everyone. I don't know, we will return to this uh, chat, no doubt, but if you're going to take part in the Big b trend, let me know and say hello on the social medias, everybody. Uh, big up. Uh, to uh, our fantastic sponsors works-uk.com if you want to get some awesome tools from them to go and check them out also uh, bestdaysvintage.co.uk look good feel good and the school garden success plan everybody um for now and for everyone that's watching you obviously know that we're going to record two. but i don't need to explain this to I? probably uh, for now, uh, I'll, uh, I'll speak to you later. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Cool. Right. I love singing, all right? So I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer. band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Idiot-proof. Oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected.